You're listening to the Funny Old Game podcast. Today's episode, Germany versus England, 1938. When England saluted Hitler. Damit ein Symbol des Ewigen. Es lebe die nationalsozialistische Bewegung. Es lebe Deutschland. Germany versus England is a fixture that is wrapped up in over 100 years of history. England consider Germany one of their biggest rivals in sport, although that favour is not always returned likewise. It is a fixture that goes beyond the pitch in England, using history, politics and war as its prelude. Never in the field of human conflict was so much owed by so many to so few Whilst there have been many memorable games between the two, no other game shows this transcendence off the pitch more than when the teams met on the eve of war in 1938, just months before British Prime Minister Neville Chamberlain so faithfully declared peace for our time. The settlement of the Czechoslovakian problem, which has now been achieved, is, in my view, only the prelude to a larger settlement in which all Europe may find peace. It is believed that Hitler was not a fan of football, however he always saw it as an opportunity to push propaganda and give further credit to the impeccable German efficiency and Nazi Aryan race theories. A win versus England, the supposed best team in the world, would do wonders for the image of the regime just months before the 1938 World Cup in France. And before long, it's fairly obvious that England is just about on top most of the time. Again and again, they take the ball right up to the German net, but always just failing to put it in. Until two minutes before half-time, when Campbell, from a pass by Bastin, shoots a fizzer to put England one up at half-time. Just months before the game took place, Germany had annexed Austria, in what was known as Anschluss, meaning that all former Austrian players were now eligible for Germany. Before the annexation, Austria were considered one of the best teams in the world, claiming third place in the 1934 World Cup, being hailed as a wonder team. As Hitler's bond bursting finally carries Nazi expansion across the borders of Germany into the land of his birth. As officials pull down the frontier barriers, the political significance of these pictures is still too fresh in the minds of the world to need discussion. When it came time for Germany and England to actually play each other in Berlin, England were given instructions from the government and the FA to be as professional as possible. The policy in relation to Germany at that time was one of appeasement. Don't rock the boat, so to speak, and do what they say, even if it meant giving them much disliked Nazi salute. The British ambassador to Germany, Sir Neville Henderson, told the players that if they didn't salute, it could be the spark that sets Europe alight. That is how seriously England and their government were taking this. Cup final enthusiasm prevails in Berlin when England meet Germany on the soccer field. All the courtesies are observed before the start. God save the king is played. In the end, they had no choice. When the time came and the rendition of Deutschland Lied began, 
all 11 players raise their right arms and salute it, the Führer's box. And the English team in white shirts give the Nazi salute during the German national anthem. Incredibly, Hitler himself wasn't actually there. Important Reich ministers such as Joseph Goebbels and Hermann Göring were in attendance, even some members of the FA, but not Hitler. 115,000 spectators packed the Great Olympic Stadium and are rewarded by an orgy of scoring. After England have taken a 3-1 lead, Matthews, their right winger, runs through to add a fourth. England won the game 6-3, with goals coming from the legendary Sir Stanley Matthews, Cliff Baston and a 30-yard pile driver from West Ham's Len Goulden, which reportedly ripped the back of the net, all in front of 110,000 people in the Olympia Stadion. Whilst the result did soften the blow of having to do the salute and showed England's footballing superiority, in the end, Hitler's propaganda machine won out, and the results paled into insignificance in the press, despite the fact he was actually elsewhere preparing for the invasion of Czechoslovakia. From a footballing perspective, the result was actually really bad for Germany. They fared poorly at the upcoming World Cup, being knocked out by Switzerland in the first round. The fact that we can see pictures of English players giving the Nazi salute today remains shocking, no matter how you look at it in any context. England's policy of appeasement was now stretching beyond politics and into sport, and it was making them look more and more weak with each passing day. The countries were due to have a rematch in 1939 or 1940, but by this point the countries were at war and Germany was making good progress steamrolling through Europe. Although it is premature to suggest that the Second World War would have begun right then and there had England failed to give the salute, it is a great moment in time to see how just on edge the world exactly was. The fact that a small detail during the preliminaries of a football match could explode into a full-blown political crisis is a perfect example of the climate and shows how Hitler had Europe pretty much at his mercy, without even having to show his face. 